The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Are you looking for a new and empowering lens through which to view your life and your health? Then register now for Get Healthy with Sound, a weekend workshop with Eileen McCusick, an innovator in the fields of therapeutic sound, electric health, and the human biofield. May 24th to 26th at Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York. Learn easy and accessible techniques to reduce stress, improve focus, and increase energy. Learn more today at eomega.org slash thrive. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Angel Tarot Show with best-selling author and Angel Tarot expert, Radley Valentine. Plan your week ahead with gentle guidance from your angels, combined with the wisdom of Tarot, and create the magical life you deserve. Hi, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome to lesson three of our journey through the exaltation that is creating your own spiritual business. I am your host, Bradley Valentine, along with my marketing guru, Mr. Mooney Syed. Hi, Mooney. Hey, everybody. Hey, Rad. Welcome back to part three of this very fun and very timely journey. It has been fun, right? I think it's been a lot of fun. Yes. Does anyone agree? Are you guys getting anything out of this? I think it's kind of a good moment for us to check in and see how it's going. So, because this is a lot. I think one of the things we were talking about kind of before everybody came on is, is yeah. this This is a big deal for a lot of people to do this. It's it's not an, I don't want to say it's an easy thing, but it's, it's something that, you know, is part of stepping into the flow and stepping into this thing that we are called to do. So I don't know. I mean, let's keep with the tradition, Rad. I think we should kick it off with a, a meditation. Okay, let's do that. Let me get some music going for us. Here we go. So let's take a moment just to like be in this music, in this invitation to the possibilities. And we are being approached first by Archangel Uriel who shines bright like the sun in gold and glittery light with the fire of transformation in one hand and the scroll of epiphany and inspiration in the other. The thing about Uriel, at least in my experience, 
is the glitter. He is the only Archangel that I experience from the standpoint of shining. The others are vivid colors. They are stunningly beautiful, whether they are sapphire blue or peridot green or turquoise or fuchsia. A Uriel shines because in our experience of Uriel, we also shine. We also have the opportunity to take in that beautiful bright light and reflect it back out into the universe. To reflect it back out to other people. And as we mirror the light that mirrors, we find ourselves in a space of reflecting back out into the world, the us that is truly us. The us that we sometimes forget, the us that we have yet to discover. Because in our time of communion, with the angels, the very best of us is what surfaces. The very best of us is what is brought forth. And as Uriel shines upon us, Archangel Michael works his magic in his sapphire blue, spinning light around us to make us feel safe. Jophiel is here in her fuchsia pink, and she is using a word that is not necessarily a word that I always attribute to her. She is using the word pride. She is bringing with her a sense of her pride in us. And that reflects back into our pride of ourselves. That reflects back into joy. For when we have true pride in ourselves, when others have true pride in us, that elicits joy. And joy is the domain of Jophiel. Her sister in pink, Ariel, is with us to toss gold coins into the air to fall around us. And yet we don't even have to reach our hands out to take them. Because in this moment, in this moment of experience, we find ourselves in a place where those gold coins just land right into our pockets. They land right into our experience on the desk in front of us. Opportunity and prosperity presents itself in a way in which we don't even have to work for it. And so in this moment, Uriel is offering us something. And that something is he is pointing off to the front of you to show you a spotlight. The spotlight is white light of the divine the white light of your guardian angel so that you feel safe 
as they present themselves on either side of you. But you are being invited to the stage. Now you get to define that stage. That stage can be the stage of the world, the world stage. That stage can be a stage that is local for you because that feels right. That stage can be merely a stage with an audience of one. And that audience of one is yourself. You get to choose. But either way, whichever you choose, in whichever way you present into that light, it is your opportunity to shine. It is your opportunity to show the world, your community, or yourself who you truly are. And so this is it. This is where you walk onto that stage. You determine who is there to watch. You determine it based on your sense of gifts you wish to offer to the world. You determine it based on what you think it is that you have to give. There is no ego in this moment because you are surrounded by the archangels. You are surrounded by your guardian angels. You are about to step into the light of the divine. Ego cannot, cannot, will not, does not exist in the light of the divine. So you can present yourself onto this stage, the world stage, knowing that from that space, your purity of intention is what reigns supreme. This is not about acknowledgement. This is not about um, a need for attention. This is about service. And we serve by being seen because in being seen, we can serve. So take your place upon that stage. Take in that light. Notice the golden glitter light and sparkles at your feet as you walk, as you take those steps up and up and up onto the stage. And much like being on a stage in a dark room with the lights beaming down upon you, you don't necessarily see who is there present who is there to learn from you, but you know they are there. You feel their energy. Similarly, that is your experience as a servant of the divine. You don't see all the faces. 
I can't possibly remember the names, but it doesn't matter. Because what matters is what you are here to do. What matters is how you can make the world a brighter place. And what matters is you stepping back past your own personal blocks that keep you from knowing this truth that you shine like a diamond and the world is dark without you and the world is blessed with you. So step in that light, stay in that light, experience that light, feel that light. Let your heart well up with the joy of that light. And you start to hear a sound. And that sound is your angels applauding. That sound is the sound of the archangels who are thrilled that you have taken your place in front of whatever audience you have designated as being the one that you need to serve. Self, community, the world. And so we leave you on the stage. We leave you in the space of a place of absorbing that light. Stay in that space spiritually, soulfully, and with a full heart but return your attention to the here and the now, to the illusion of that which we are experiencing. And when you are ready, you can open your eyes. I don't know if uh, any of you feel the same way, but that was exactly what I needed. <laughs> oh, Mooney. A round of applause for Mooney. Yay. Ah, <laughs> oh, that was beautiful, Rad. And and that's really it. And, and, and Carol's uh, comment on it just now, it's, you know, we serve by being seen. That's such a powerful notion that it, within all of us, by just even talking about spirit, about sharing our experience with the spirit, about, you know, sharing our struggles with spirit, just by doing all those things, you can inspire so many other people. That's why social media is so powerful for us, because if we comment and affirm and support people as they're sharing or struggling through their journey, somebody else is going to see it. It might even, you know, support you one day if you go back and look at it. So it's like leaving this kind of legacy or these love letters that are rolling out there to everybody, you know, for all of time that, that, you know, I was here, I had an experience, I'm gone, I might be back again. You know, it creates this this kind of, I don't know, big universal hug. I just like it. Feels good. 
Well, you know, and it's funny you bring that up because it's like, I know that um, on a regular basis, I consider social media to be the bane of our existence as as a human <laughs> race. And, and yet it can also just as equally be our salvation. And, yeah. you know, there is the opportunity when it is used appropriately to create the opportunity to be able to help people heal. To, to help people to get the, the help that they need. And those of us who are born into, yeah, Jane's saying intention, 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 right, girl? You know, it's like the, the whole aspect of that that's so important is that we are all born, you know, to be the shiny diamonds that we are. When we, you know, I talk about that in Manifesting Your Magical Life. It's like when you put, when you hide your diamond, where you spend all your time polishing other people's diamonds, then that isn't going to work out because then your diamond just becomes dingy and it isn't reflecting the light into the world that it needs to reflect. And so it has to be this balance between where we give and where we receive and where we caretake for ourselves. If it weren't for social media, a lot of people who have brilliant messages that need to get out in the world might not have ever been heard. I mean, top of mind comes to, you know, somebody like Anita Morjani, whose story was found by Wayne on some chat board somewhere, something right. like that. Uh, and he was able to find her and bring her story to the light and what an incredible impact she's created. And I don't think she ever set out at the beginning of her life that she was going to be a spiritual teacher. And I right. certainly don't think that after she had her NDE, that that was her first thought is, Ooh, I better write a book. Cause I'm going to, you know, go out there and start doing this thing. It all kind of organically happens. I think Rad, your journey has been a little, has organically unfolded in front of you. Mine certainly is still unfolding. All of ours are still unfolding. So I think that there's this kind of incremental stepping into the spotlight that maybe we've all been doing and we need to acknowledge before we we get ourselves all hyped up and think that we're making this huge leap. You guys are already there. I think that's what we're realizing in seeing all of those AANVs that you guys sent in and seeing all of the comments and all the feedback and seeing how much work is being done out there that I was joking around with Rad that it's kind of like we all showed up to the stadium and uh, we're either in the bleachers or maybe we're walking around the track around the edges of it. And then every once in a while, we'll like put our foot in or put our arm in and like do the hokey pokey a little bit and like get all, you know, certain about it and then run in the opposite direction sometimes. Like it's like, oh no, this is too overwhelming. I'm just going to run away. Some of us are still in the parking lot. Some of us are still in the hotel. Some of us are like on an island somewhere. Like we're, we're all in varying layers of being kind of close to this thing. But part of what this, this training was meant to do is to help kind of illuminate the path to you getting onto the field, like getting into the arena for lack of a better way to describe it is that that's where it's all happening. That's where the action's happening. That's where the energy's happening. That's where the opportunities are happening. And to kind of get yourself out of this loop that you're just walking around the edges of it and actually get you in if that, if that all logic follows. And you know, for me, it makes, it makes me think about this. And I have to confirm this. I'm pretty sure it's real. But there was like an interview that they did about stage fright. 
uh, and they were doing this research on it. And they talked to two like big celebrities. One was Carly Simon and one was Bruce Springsteen, I think. And they, you know, they were talking about the experience of what it's like to go on stage. And Carly Simon, who had a horrible stage fright, she said, oh, every time I have to go on stage, my eyes get blurry and I get all sweaty and my stomach hurts. My hands are shaking and I feel like I'm going to die. And then uh, and she was like, and I, can't, and I can't go out there. I'm terrified. And then when they talked to Bruce Springsteen, he was like, oh, it's great going out on stage. My eyes get blurry. I get covered in sweat. My stomach hurts. I feel like I'm going to die. My, but I go out there anyway and I have a great time. So it's changing the way we relate to the feeling of like, and I think we all know that feeling. And it hits real deep of, are people going to like me? Uh, is this going to help anybody? Can I actually do it? Like all those things we've talked about in part one with the internal limitations and now what we're talking about with some more kind of human limitations you know am i going to be able to overcome all of these things and actually do something when i get out into the field or onto the into the arena or however you want to imagine it and those are definitely big big concerns so rad like what i know what my experience of getting ready to go out on stage is but what's yours in that in that that kind of Bruce Springsteen, where do you go? Where do you fall on the Carly Simon to Bruce Springsteen spectrum of nervousness when you go out on stage? Um, musically, I am 100% on Carly's side. Uh, not that there's anything <laughs> wrong with Bruce, but I just love Carly. But when it comes to stage fright, I'm totally Bruce Springsteen. But actually, that's not even really true because I my eyes don't get blurry. I don't feel like I'm going to be sick. I I mean, I I love the stage. And I think that that goes back to being a really unpopular and happy kid and then suddenly being, ex, you know, discovered in my own little small way because of my voice. I, I I was thrust onto the stage and I was like, oh, suddenly all these people who don't know me and I can sort of feel loved. But for me, that evolved when it came to my Hay House career because what I remember and what what always comes to my mind is being backstage. And what you don't know from these events is when you're backstage, you can see the screen. It's all it's all reversed. It's a mirror image. But you can see the screen. You can see the stage. You can see, you know, what it looks like. And while I do this whole throat thing right before I go on because I'm nervous, I still have this whole aspect of I'm backstage. I know it's coming and I'm praying. And, you know, it's like, Michael, let me do this right. You know, Gabriel, give me the perfect words. Ariel, make me a shining light that transforms. It's it's this prayer. And then when I walk out on stage, any nervousness for me just goes. And, and I think that part of that is because it's of service. You know, I, I mean, I, I, I don't mean to get too far afield. I do think Carly Simon is of service when she walks out on the stage and she weaves the music of her voice as our most artists. But I walk out there because I believe that I, after a long time, believe that I have something to say that can really, really help people. And the pay for me is not the money. The pay for me is me getting to be a part of that magic, be a part of the angels. It's not just like the meditation that these, I mean, it's like, I'll admit, I think my, the three meditations for this series have been outstanding. We need to can those puppies, but yeah. 
you know, but it's like, I'm not there for that. You know, I'm just, I'm just being in neutral. I don't know what's going to come out of my mouth. And that's the thing that is so important about building your business is like, if you don't build your business, if you don't get out there, if you don't step onto the world stage, you don't know what you are capable of. You don't know what it is that you have to give. You just don't. And, you know, the stage is not for everybody, though I still can, I still think that the stage can just be for you alone. I have students who I've dragged up on the stage, and I think that they were shocked. Yes, you, dear. I, I think, I think that they were shocked that, that, but it's like, that's the magic is the just like do it and then go, oh, this is the voice that I have for the world. I mean, I, my experience of it, I've had two kind of big public speaking experiences in my life. One was early on in my career, and then one was just a couple of years ago, and they were vastly different experiences, but the, I get the Carly Simons, like that's my in interpretation of it. I've worked on changing that interpretation. Right now, if I were to like lift my arms and show you, I'm like drenched in sweat, even with Zooms, like I get nervous about them. Um, and it's not in, nervous in a sense that I, I don't, I'm worried about what I'm going to say or what I'm going to do. It's just my body is like, it's go time. And so I was trained for such a long time to interpret that as like something bad's going to happen. And now, like you're saying, I've retrained myself to say, I'm, I am feeling this way because something awesome's happening. You know, so I've had to shift my whole focus into like reminding myself of that. But early, early on, it was like when I was first working at Tony Robbins and I was just like 20 something and I had to go and speak in front of this like 1100 person leadership room. And I knew all of them personally. Right. Somebody said in the comments, it's so easy to do this in front of strangers, but it's like really, really hard to do in front of people that, you know. Oh, God. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's that's a different thing. That's a different thing. I still remember when I was going to be on the biggest radio station in the entire Southeast. And that was the most scared I've ever been in my entire life because that was Roots. That was my family. That was me doing it and coming home and my sister's in-laws being there and saying, so, Bradley, heard you on the radio today. And me going, oh, God, that's scary. And so whoever said that is right. Yes. So, and I, you know, I'm sitting there. I have to do this whole presentation about some website but I, you know, like they always have those jokes in movies and stuff where somebody gets up on stage and the microphone makes a noise and then they get all sweaty and they're like fumbling with their tie and they're like, is it yeah. hot in here? Is it just me? Like that kind of thing. That is literally what happened. Like point by point by point. I was, I got up there. The thing didn't work. The microphone squeaked. I started flop sweating and then like couldn't recover. And thank goodness that one of the te the speakers at the event was there who I was friends with. And he came in and like rescued me and facilitate almost like it was a, a live coaching workshop session of him starting to ask me questions, trying to get me to focus on what the outcome was, you know, to let go of the nervousness and just kind of step into it. And it kind of worked. Kind of. I survived it. Right. But I just remember thinking, okay, at least that's out of the way. That was like my, my takeaway from that whole awful experience of having this nightmare scenario come true of like getting up there and kind of making a, a, a I was going to say making a little bit of an ass of myself and then having to like feel those feelings 
and be like, okay, I survived. I think that was it. So I don't know if anyone else has had that experience where you've gotten up in front of a crowd and you've messed up or you've said something wrong. I think the best part about that is that you're still alive, right? You're still here. <laughs> and, and, it, and you got it out of the way so that now you know what that feels like and you can do something about it. So the second time that it happened was a couple of years ago when I was in Switzerland. I think I've shared this story. Uh, and they just kind of, you know, casually walked up to me at lunch when I was sitting there eating my sandwich. So we think that you should go on before Bruce Lipton on Sunday. And, you know, it's just, just <laughs> an hour and you know, do your thing. It'll be fine. Right. And, you know, panic, 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 panic. And I remember managing myself so well all the way through the process of like learning it, getting into my body. I think I had like less than a week to get ready. And the minute I hit the green room is when the flop set started. And I was like, oh, no, not again. And I didn't think anybody noticed. And there was a, like an empathic person that was there. And she walked up to me and she said, you're going to do a great job. And then she looked around and she said, somebody's nervous and I can't figure out who it is. And then she walked away. So it's like she sensed, it was like radiating off of me that I was nervous. And my experience of it was I knew what I was there to do. I knew what I wanted to, to talk about, which was why we should all be doing this, why we should be stepping out onto stage and doing this thing and talking in front of people and sharing our gifts and talking about our stories and being vulnerable and all those things that we talk about all the time. I just hadn't done it in a long time in a big stage kind of way. There was translation, so there was an added element of that. So there was all this stuff going on. But Rad, when I hit that stage... I got to be honest, I wasn't in charge of what was going on. It definitely felt I had like an out of body experience where it's not that I froze or that I didn't have anything to say. In fact, I had no problem talking about anything. And I think the only moment that I realized it, that I knew time had passed is when I looked at the countdown clock and I'd already been on for 45 minutes. And then my brain kicked in and I started to like panic again. And then you could, it, it sort of went off the tracks a little bit, but I recovered. Right. So I think with each time that I do it and Zoom has helped a lot in being able to kind of get over some of those things. I think all of us that have been on Zoom and have been using Zoom, this is a great way to practice. It's not exactly the same, but it's pretty close. But it was it's an I can't wait to get on stage again, I guess is my point. Like when it's time to do events, when it's time to do this thing, when the world is fully open again and everybody's cool with traveling and all that stuff is happening. I'm looking forward to being on stage a lot more because now it's it's kind of like, okay, two times it's happened and I sort of didn't do it quote unquote perfect, which is not a word that I'm looking to live by in any standard. So I'm happy with getting up on stage, doing a thing, having it do whatever it does and surviving it and getting to the next one. That's how I've been starting to relate to our Zoom calls. That's how I relate to a lot of the meetings that I have to get on. It's like, all right, well, that's done. I can't undo what I did. I had a good time while I was doing it. I definitely need to go and change my shirt because I'm sweating through it, but everything will be fine. <laughs> Are you looking for a new and empowering lens through which to view your life and your health? Then register now for Get Healthy with Sound, a weekend workshop with Eileen McCusick, an innovator in the fields of therapeutic sound, electric health, and the human biofield. May 24th to 26th at Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York. Learn easy and accessible techniques to reduce stress, improve focus, and increase energy. Learn more today at eomega.org slash thrive. 
Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. If you feel called to it, you will do it. I mean, I think that if I had to walk on stage and give like an accounting presentation, I think I'd probably be a mess. (laughs) <laughs> because I, unless Archangel Accounting Tron is going to be there to help me do it, you know, that's very much about me being stuck in my own body. But I've had the same experience where it's like, I'm up there, I'm in neutral, I'm doing exactly what I'm supposed to be doing. And oh my God, 45 minutes have gone by. I only have 15 minutes left, or I only have an hour and 15 minutes left or whatever I've left, you know, so there is a part where your brain does engage. And that's good because it's like spirit is spirit and spirit is like working through you. And spirit is not necessarily attuned to human time. So we have to have that balance between this and that ourselves. Because for me, it's like when I speak, it's like it's not just them. It's that my divine self that is coming out. It's the self in me that's like completely confident and certain and and willing to be myself in front of all these people. But someone mentioned, it's like step into the spotlight, the card. It's like, this is the card that for me was totally in my mind when I was doing the meditation at the beginning of the hour. It's like this particular card was like in my mind of like, you know, and I designed this card on purpose to look like an angel because it's meant to say, you won't be alone when you step into the spotlight the angels will be with you. So you're not alone when you when you take that step. I think the angels were there with me and they were like pulling the rug out from under me when I realized it was 45 minutes. And then I was like, <laughs> I, I think that was you pulling the rug out from under you when 40, <laughs> when you realized 45 minutes had gone by. But that's just so, me. What I would like everybody to do, the exercise part of this is, you know, we're sharing these stories because we're all human and we've all been there and we've had these nervous experiences, whether it's on stage or on Zoom or on a phone call or in a meeting or at an event or whatever it is, we all know it, right? We all know those feelings. But when is the last time that you like went and made like an inventory or an assessment of what happens to you when you have to take an action or you have to be in front of people or you have to do something or you have to step into the spotlight if we want to use that as a catch-all phrase here, what happens to you? And so that's one of the things that even in the chat, if you want to start listing off some of those things, just so that we can start to all realize how human we all are, um, there's a, a way for us to kind of identify it, pull them out of a blind spot, and then have them almost as a checklist for I'm getting ready to do something awesome. That's the exercise. So go ahead and create the list of the so we're icky. calling it the, that that icky ickies <laughs> yeah panic mode my heart starts racing i second guess fight or flight i get nervous on Insta- instagram live my stomach flutters so these are all the things that are physically happening to us in our bodies but the the distinction i, I we got to make is that those feelings we are interpreting them to mean something right so we're saying okay all of this stuff means that I'm going to get nervous and I'm going to mess up or I can't do it or I should just quit or I should just stop or whatever it is. But it's good for you to kind of know 
what happens in what order. I know that I get sweaty. Like that's something that I'm aware of. It used to really bother me. And now I have to, you know, just deal with it. I'm short of getting Botox all over my body. I don't think anything is going to change it. And I don't think that would help either. But I want you to start thinking about what it is. So if it's, if it's a headache, if it's uh, your vision, if it's dry mouth, if it's like you start coughing, if it's, you know, you, uh, you, you know, your hands start shaking or you feel nervous, or you need to sit down or you get thirsty, whatever it is, bamboo clothing is good for sweats. I should look into that. Um, but I want you to start to like build that list of things because what you're going to do is take that and turn it into like your launch checklist. Am I sweating? Yes. Something's awesome going to happen. Am I having trouble seeing? Yes. Something awesome is going to happen. Are my hands shaking? Yes. Something awesome is going to happen. Am I bumping into things and getting tunnel vision? Yes. That something good is going to happen. Now I have to disclaim that if this is not part of like you getting ready to do something, it could be a medical issue and you should probably seek help. <laughs> but <laughs> if it's related to your nerves of going up on stage, I think it would be really great for you to kind of have that on lock so you know this is what happens to me when I'm getting ready. For me, it's always when I hit the green room. Rad, I don't know. Is that also what happens for you? Yeah, I mean, the green room doesn't. The green room to me, I don't know. I'm, I guess I'm the opposite. The green room for me is how much longer do I have to sit in here? It's, it's like, I'm, to me, that's where time slows down. It's like, and that's where, yeah, I guess now that I think about it, that is where I can start to get nervous. I just want to get out of the green room. I just want to get out, take me backstage, get me ready to side stage. I don't care. Get me out of the waiting space because that's where I'm not out of my own way. And because sitting in there, then I can like start to chew my fingers. It's like, so get me out of there and then I'm okay. Yeah, I, I don't actually like green rooms. Something I don't. Okay, like. that's interesting. So before we do these Zoom calls, this is something that I don't know if any, anyone's aware of, but like we're usually on about 20 to 30 minutes before we do these calls. Yes. And I, we, you know, we listen to music. That's one thing that we do. Rad loves Taylor Swift. So we listen to T Swift <laughs> and we jam out in here. We tell funny stories. We laugh about things. I've had to institute a new rule that we can't talk about anything that's not related to the right. Zoom call in front of us just so that we stay on, on focus. And then we created our own rituals to get ready. So we have the music playing. We chit chat for a little bit. We get down to maybe the last five minutes before we get started. And then it's, you know, places everybody and we clap our hands and we laugh about it. And then, you know, Rad and I get into state and everything gets ready to go. And then we let it rip. So part of this kind of the third part of what we're talking about here is once you've identified all of the physical symptoms that happen to you when you quote unquote are getting ready to do something and you can start to transform the meaning behind them as not I'm out of control and I feel you know this or I'm fight or flight or whatever it is and you can start transforming all of those feelings into I'm getting ready to do something amazing. The next step that you'd want to do is to have like a little ritual, whatever it is, a lot of people were talking not too long ago about superhero poses where like you'd put your body into a Superman or a super uh, Superman, or Wonder Woman, I guess, are the two or Batman, depending on what you like. But uh, yeah, you would just stand <laughs> tall and you would yeah, cross your your what would she have her gauntlets. Is that what that is? Yes. Um, her gauntlets. But yes. to do all of those things. So whether it's a prayer or whether it's talking to an angel or you pull a card and that helps focus you or you've got crystals or you have a pendulum or, you know, one time, once in my life, once I had a little shot of vodka, I'll never do that again. Um, you know, so 
<laughs> that, oh, no, that, no, that would not work out. <laughs> I wouldn't recommend it. So, but having that ritual in place so that you can harness that energy, that nervous energy. So in Rad's version of the story, he gets to the green room and all of a sudden he has a minute to stop and think about everything and he starts to get nervous and you, you, you're chewing your fingers off and you're like wanting to get out there and get it over with. You know, I'm sure you have it. You mentioned it before is that you focus on angels, you have a prayer, yeah. you know, you know the routine to get yourself into state. That physical state, that's something that's really going to help you in terms of clarity and stepping away from this nervous energy and turning it into excited energy and then focusing it and taking it out on stage with you. So those are kind of like the three parts of it that I think are really important to start considering, start journaling about, uh, start tapping into how is it showing up for me physically? How can I transform it and transmute it into excitement? And then how can I take that excitement out onto stage with me so that that's felt by everybody out there in the audience or on the Zoom call? So is that making sense to everybody? Like those are the three kind of components of this nervous thing that sometimes we we physically are are dealing with. Rad, does that make sense to you? Yeah. And, you know, it's like ever since we started talking about this and we asked people to list their the things that they feel, it made me think that there maybe there should be like a some sort of like ritual where you write down the things, the things that you're feeling that you do not like, and then you roll them up into a ball and throw them in the trash, you know, or even if it's just a, a a metaphor, you know, know, um, um, think about it. Well, you probably shouldn't set fire to things backstage, Melanie, but you know, it's like, but if, you know, if you're feeling those in, you know, in that moment, if you can even just in your mind think, I'm taking the nervousness and throwing it in the trash. I'm taking the sick feeling and I'm throwing it in the trash. I'm taking the butterflies and releasing them. We don't put butterflies in the trash. Uh, but, you know, it's like whatever that is that we're experiencing that feels to us like this is my uncomfortableness, then metaphorically or mind in your mind, put it in the trash. And, you know, another thing I think that's difficult too is a little challenging is that when, you know, as we've been talking about this, I've been thinking about even more the green rooms and I can think about the green, I can, I remember the green rooms that I've been in. And I think what I dislike the most is when I'm in a green room with someone else. You know, because it's like you, because we're, in, well, we're intuitive, we're psychic. So we feel other, other people's nervousness. It's like when I'm in a green room by myself, I can start to do that whole prayer thing. I can start to do the whole thing of like, okay, you know, I can start to do the connection with the angels, but I've literally set myself up to be open to the energy of the angels and the people that are there to you know, be blessed by the message of the angels. So I've, in fact, literally opened myself up to the emotions of everybody that is in the room. And so, you know, I think that there's just something about whatever it is that we don't want to feel before we go on stage, either physically write it on a piece of paper and throw it away or in your mind, imagine throwing it away. Yeah, I like that a lot. Because then you're filtering. You're not taking all of the stuff out with you on stage. You're leaving some of it behind. That's a great right. distinction. Yeah, it's not taking it with you. Well, so I guess, you know, the reason why stepping into the spotlight is an important topic for today. And the reason why we're kind of talking about all of this and the reason that we're, we're you know, 
delving into these topics is because we want to create an opportunity for all of you to step into your spotlight in a really important and significant way. Uh, and, and some of that has to do with the spiritual stuff we got to work on and the internal stuff we got to work on. Some of it has to do with the human stuff we got to work on. And I think throughout this series, if we look at the first lesson that we did about being yourself in a bigger way and all those internal limitations about imposter syndrome and perfection paralysis and all of the things that can stop us from even getting to it because we're telling ourselves things that aren't true and it's an, it's an opportunity for us to release all of those things. And then the second one, which was about creating this bubble and taking the confusion and taking the overwhelm out of this opportunity to put into place a world in which all of your gifts are on display that you don't have to pick and choose and that people get to experience your story and your energy and your commitment and your your connection and all of those things to make a decision as to whether or not they want to work with you or they want to be a part of what you have going on as opposed to making them choose between 67 different things to say yeah I maybe I need that I don't know I'm not sure and part of that that process and everything that we did with all of that was leading towards this next step, which is stepping into your spiritual spotlight. So what we want to share with you now, and Rad, I'll let you take it away while I drive, is a brand new opportunity for us to be able to do all of that and do it together. And it's called Tarot Business School. Yep. So we call it Tarot Business School, but it, um, as I um, like to say, it is not limited to tarot. Tarot is my my love. Angels are my love. And so whatever your love is, all of these principles all work. They all happen to help you to be able to literally step onto the stage and do it with confidence, but also to help you to develop the opportunity to have the audience that it is that you are looking for, the audience that you want. So are you ready to finally start making money doing what you love? I just want to take the dirtiness out of the word money, okay? That's planet Earth. It just is. And so money is what we get in order to be able to support ourselves to and therefore to turn around and be able to give. So money is not a dirty word. It's not a four-letter word. Money equals five word, five letters, okay? In this school, what we are doing is we're basically giving you the concepts of how to take what it is that you want to do and get it out there. We talked about earlier, we talked about um, social media being the bane of our existence or being the uh, our salvation. This is about turning social media and the whole aspect of marketing into not just your salvation, but the salvation of planet Earth, because planet Earth needs the messages that we have to bring at this particular moment. We are going to be launching this live on April 26th. Um, I think that's a Thursday. Is that right? And so it's, it's, if you have enjoyed the banter and the intellectual um, back and forth between Mooney and I, you're going to have the opportunity to have like a year of that. Okay. Yeah. yeah. April 26th is a Wednesday. Um, we Sorry. wanted to, we've done this course before. We did it once as a pilot about two years ago. And it was, it was probably the most fun we've had in a while uh, in the sense that it was real actionable work that we were seeing people go through. And it was, it was things that uh, everybody was ready to do, or even if they weren't ready to do, they were accepting of, as I like to call it, 
a spiritual and gentle kick in the butt to get out there and start doing what it is you need to be doing. So this course is is like the evolution of where we've been going with it. And one of the things I want everyone to know that's that's watching this right now is we put this out here and, and we write these descriptions. Radley doesn't like to write his own description or toot his own horn. I don't like to write my own description and toot my own horn. But you do it anyway because it's part of the gig. It so is. This is so take a minute to read these because they were written, you know, like almost painfully letter by letter. But this is something that we're going to work with with all of you to get your bios ready to go to get you in a place where you can do it as well. This whole page is a learning experience for you. Here's what it's going to include. Finally, you're going to launch your Tarot Angel or Intuitive business and move forward in the direction of your dreams. Some of us have been sitting on it for a while. Some of us started and stopped. Some of us did it and didn't like it because of what it meant or what it was doing. This is a whole fresh new opportunity for you to do this. The best ways to identify and break through what's been keeping you stuck in your business and shock, shock, shock your in your life. Yeah. Uh, how to take all the frustration, overwhelm and guesswork out of your plan. I have to say that the biggest part about all of this is not doing it alone. And for anyone that knows me or has heard anything I've done before, that's like the reason why I do all of this is because I know how hard it is to do this work, especially as a spiritually sensitive person, especially as somebody who struggles with all of the stuff that we've been talking about in these three calls. Uh, I need people. We need community. We need each other. Uh, and then, you know, how to step into your power so you can become the teacher and the leader and the guide that you're destined to be. It's one thing for you to go from where you are right now and then it's like, uh, you know, you get to a practitionership mode and then maybe you like hover around in practitionership mode and you're looking for more. This is the for more. This is for you to be able to envision where you could take this so that it's not you exchanging time for money for the rest of, you know, what you were doing. It's an opportunity for you to break free of that and start teaching in a bigger way. And then powerful tips for me and Rad. Uh, so that you can have more confidence and certainty. That's what, again, this whole this whole series of video trainings is about, starting to have those conversations about what we can do to increase our confidence, how we can find more certainty, how we can remain calm, how can, we can be empowered. So all of it's part of you know what it is that we're trying to create here. Here's how it's gonna work. And I think this is this is the most exciting part. Last time when we did this program, we had some incredible resources. Like I said, I had gone to Switzerland to film this course, and these videos are beautiful. They're some of the very best things that I've ever taught, and those are all stitched into the program that you're going to get. What we're going to do is, on Wednesday, April 26th, we're all going to get together to kick it off. We're going to set an intention. We're going to get in the same energetic bubble, and I see the comments about the bubble stuff. We will talk about it. And we're going to get into this big bubble that Radley and I are creating so that we can have an awesome experience as we explore this as an opportunity for you to grow exactly in the directions that you want to grow and probably in some directions that you didn't realize that you needed to. Uh, so that's another part of it. We'll follow it up with three more live calls. These are 90 minutes each, and we're going to go through the, the lessons and everything that we did in these in the original program and then unpack all of it. You have homework assignments. You're going to have writing assignments. They're all fun, I promise. I created them, so they are pretty fun, uh, and we'll get through that. So that takes us through the beginning part of May. And then, Brad, do you want to talk about what's in here? Yep, sure. So first of all, you know, just in case you didn't notice, um, it's like it's 40-plus years of spiritual industry experience from sold-out events, 
my books, my card decks, six-figure launches, which, thank you, Mooney, we have done uh, several times. Um, we've kind of done it all and seen it all. I'm almost, no, I'm not old, almost. I am old enough to be Mooney's father. So, in case you did not know that. So, this 40-plus years is like me throwing a big bucket of that stuff in there. Nevertheless, he is amazing, and you know that. Secondly, mindfulness business practices that align with your beliefs, the balance between mindfulness and marketing. That is so important. It's so important because it's like it's the mindfulness that helps you not think the marketing is icky oo. And you've got to get past that. It took, I mean, it really took Mooney for me to get past that, for me to be like, Okay, well, now we're going to talk about marketing. And because of the marketing, I get to do what I love and what I'm here to do. So yeah, throw me the marketing. And not being afraid of the jargon, you know, understanding it and for it to make sense. A supportive community of like-minded entrepreneurs. Everything that I do is about the community because that is the power of it. That's one of the reasons why I love doing multi-day live uh events is because community is developed. And, and it's important to have that support from other people who are at the same spot in their transition to a major career breakout as you are in. And that's what makes it makes you able to like step into the spotlight. Whether you're starting just starting out or you were like me just four years ago, being in a space of I'm not just starting out, but I can't seem to take it to the next level. This is for you, getting it to go to the next level. This program, that's what it's about, taking you to the next step. For those of you who are asking, this is an important distinction. Anybody who is here on the call that was part of the original program, I want you to understand that like this is where things move in a totally different direction. Right. Marketing has changed a lot in the last two years. Lots of things yes. have changed in terms of how we do what we do. Social media has changed. TikTok might shut down any day now. You know, there's there's a there's a difference. This thing evolves. <clears throat> one of the things that we have found, and one of the things that's kind of out there, is it's less about you know creating a live launch and launching it over and over again, kind of like how we're doing it now, and more about automating a launch and getting yourself into position so that you can start setting this up for yourself. So. This is where we're going to dig real deep. Starting June 10th on Saturdays at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 p.m. Eastern. So hopefully it won't interfere with anybody's schedule. Um, Mm -hmm. We have six calls that we're going to be going through. They're 90 minutes apiece. And we're going to be walking you through the process of setting up, creating your own offer, your own webinar, your own masterclass, your own process of getting this information out in the world and showing you exactly how we do it. I call this the light at the end of the funnel. We do everything backwards. And so the light at the end of the funnel, as you will find out, is you. You are the light at the end of the funnel. We are pulling everything together to support you through this process, energetically, emotionally, spiritually, mentally, uh, physically, all of the things that we can possibly do to fortify you so that you can shine bright. That's the first part that we're going to do. There's homework assessments, there's assignments, there's things that you're going to have to complete to stay on track. We talked a little bit about it in the bubbles. I want everyone to remember their bubble homework because this is exactly what you're going to use that for. We're going to take your bubble and we're going to turn that into your signature offering so that you have one offer that encapsulates and encompasses all of you. 
And so people have one decision to make instead of multiple decisions to make. Then we're going to, again, go one step in the right direction, building your beautiful landing page. That's where it's at right now. Mm -hmm. Websites and everything are great. Homepages are important. It's good to have them. But a landing page, especially one that converts really well to get people to take action. So we're going to show you how we build our landing pages. We're going to walk you through each component of it, give you the confidence and the, and the, the pointers you need to be able to write your own like fantastic bio so that people start to appreciate all the work that you've done and so much more. Then we've got crafting your magical masterclass. There's a way to do these webinars. There's a way to create the content inside of them that helps you stay focused and stay on message and also get the point across as, as best as you can. We're going to show you that. There's about 75 steps to it. I don't want to say that to overwhelm you. It's a conversation and you're just making point by point by point by point. You don't have to memorize it. You can have it on screen while you're doing what you're doing. So yeah, all of this is part of creating that masterclass and the energy around an opportunity for people to explore and then also meet you at the same time. Next up, we're going to talk about what I call the trail of cosmic breadcrumbs. So this is your opportunity to take that little magic thing that you are and sprinkle it all over the place, all over the internet, all over the world, the city that you live in, all over the state that you live in, all over the country that you live in, all over the place so that people can pick up little nuggets of it and find themselves on the path coming back to you. And then finally, the last piece of this is shining your light out into the world. And that is really more along the lines of advanced marketing strategies of now that you've got all of this built, reverse it. Shining your light out into the world is gonna attract people. They're gonna follow the the trail of cosmic breadcrumbs. They're going to come to your masterclass. They're going to hit your landing page. They're going to see your offering and they're going to find you and they're going to jump right in so that they can be a part of what you have going on. After that, things are going to get fun. Rad, I'm going to let you take over for the fun. <laughs> Look at so, this photo. This is my favorite picture of us ever, maybe. I know. I love that picture. I love that picture. Although there is that picture that as both of us meditating that actually inches it out for me. But this is a great picture. But um, one of the things before I even say this is I just want to point out that one of the things that, um, that about the stuff that Mooney just talked about is to me, I just keep having this Wizard of Oz moment of like, Pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. This is literally us inviting you behind the curtain, okay? To show you Mooney pulling all the gears and the whistles and the butt and the little thick trailer, tr the cogs in the wheel, and all, what all of that looks like um, for this from the standpoint of if we see it, it's not scary anymore. If you see it being done, you can envision yourself doing it. So. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so we have a big bonus bundle for this. It's the biggest one we've ever done. Um, so we're first of all, we're going to give you the Launcher Tarot business, the original one that Mooney was talking about to, to help you to like get up to speed for the more advanced stuff that we're going to be talking about in our live calls. As in the live calls are your opportunity to also have this chance to like go, I didn't quite get the video, but you have to have watched the video. Um, you're going to get the Q&A recordings from the last time that we did this. Uh, these are uh, other people's questions. When someone, when you have a question, the chances are someone else has that question and, and vice versa. So you will really learn a lot from those Q&As. 
you're going to get the tutorial library. Look at Mooney in that picture when his hair is short. He's such a baby. Look how, look how dark know, my such a was. baby. He was a baby when the picture was taken. <laughs> But this is um, part of the, the tutorial library, part one, that gives you the opportunity to get these 10 plus videos to discover your ability to stop being afraid of technology, to just stop it, to let that go. You're going to have a private online community. Mooney is going to let you into his magic secret Mooney cave of marketing. And it's you'll be yeah. yeah, yeah, totally it is. Um, but I, I had to make it like Merlin. I don't know. I just, <laughs> it's not Merlin's cave, it's Mooney's cave. Yes, um, it's my cave. <laughs> it's Mooney's cave. So you'll have that opportunity. Here's that picture that I love so much of the two oh, of us. Yeah. So you're going to have the our business meditation bundle of, of ways to help you to step out of your fear, to step into your power, and more. If you've been enjoying these meditations that I've been doing, oh, Mooney, we should throw those meditations in, right? We yeah, should we just get them off and like throw those in too, you know, so that you can hear those meditations again. And then the power of connection, okay? So this is part two of the video tutorial library with Baby Mooney. And so you'll be learning about the power of connection and in the next nine tutorials, discovering empowering ways in order to promote your business across multiple platforms. We call that stacking content. And it is currently my absolute favorite concept on planet Earth. And you can learn all about what that is and why you will love it too. And then if you would like to have dinner and a Mooney with Mooney, you're going to get a year of that, of being able to stay connected and accountable with 12 months of Mooney's live monthly office hours. And I'll be popping in here and there as well um, for you to be able to ask your questions, share your experiences, and find out why things are confusing to you and blowing past the confusion into action. We are having fun with this, but this is this is a moment for you to kind of imagine that the, where the direction of your life is going right now, where right. the direction of your gifts, your gifts and your skills and your abilities, and what you want to do with them. This is your opportunity and your moment to shine, as Radley's saying. Um, we're open for enrollment now, and all of this stuff that we talked about is part of the program. All of these opportunities are part of it there. And then, on a on a note that we kind of need to talk about, and again, just to remind you. Four new live lessons, six monthly mentoring calls to get you through that launch, the Launch Your Turo Business Complete Program, three on-demand community calls, video tutorials library part one, private Facebook community with me, uh, four powerful guided meditations, the power of connection, again, nine more videos with me, and Dinner and Amuni. After we finish our calls in November, you'll get one whole more year of support to keep you accountable and keep you growing and updated and up-to-date and connected with this amazing network of people. So all of that, and before we even get to the bottom of it, we've had meeting after meeting after meeting after meeting of talking about what the barriers are for people to be able to do this work. And one of the ones that we've found over and over again, which makes perfect sense, is the financial component of it. So we set out to create this opportunity in a way that as many people as possible that wanted to do this could do it, and it could be affordable, and it could be something that doesn't like leave a gaping hole in your schedule or your financial amounts or your, your, your bank accounts so that you could enjoy this without the additional stress of like all of that. So we decided to do it at $98 a month for this program. 
We don't want anyone to hesitate and not be able to do it. We want you to jump in. We want you to try it out. That's another thing that we're doing differently is we know that it's hard to commit, you know, all of that money and all those resources if you're not 100% sure. So right now, it's available for $98 a month. If you want to save a little bit on it, you can pay in full. The pay in full amount is uh, $899, and it gets you everything. But I want to be really clear with everybody. First and foremost, this is for everybody. If you're a tarot reader, if you're an angel practitioner, an intuitive, or a healer, or any sort of magical unicorn, this program and the whole process of us guiding you through this big launch is what we want you to experience no matter where you are. So you don't have to get ready for this. But what we're doing that's different this time around is our refund policy. I would like everyone to take a chance on themselves and take a chance on us with this program. Mm -hmm. If you get through the first two weeks of it, which is a, there's some homework assignments, there's some things you're going to have to do. If you can get through 14 days and it's still not what you need, just let us know and we'll refund you. We don't want you to feel like you're trapped or stuck in this if it's not what you need right now. But we definitely want to make it accessible to everybody. So here it is. This is it. And if you go to RadleyValentine.com forward slash launch, you can see this page. Um, we are also very quickly... Um, we are going to be hosting an additional call on Friday, which we didn't tell you about. Although some of you that saw that email that went out by accident, that, that was part of Friday's. <laughs> on Friday, we're going to have a get together. It's going to be an open platform Q&A for us to talk about anything that you learned in this three-part series, any questions that you have about the course. And it's just an opportunity for us to all connect and kind of get more clear on what this is. So it'll be Friday, and I believe we're doing it at the same time. So it'll be 12 p.m. Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern. Jennifer Homan, you've been raising your hand. Go for it. I want to talk to Jennifer. Hey, so I have a quick question. I I purchased this a while ago, and uh, like when you first talked about it, but all those extras weren't included. Is that going to be included? Because I, even though I purchased it a while ago and not just now? Yeah, so everyone who's already purchased, thank you for asking that question. You must be psychic or intuitive in some level or fashion, Jeez. right, Jennifer? <laughs> <laughs> so I think what, what I, I wanted to remind everyone, I was supposed to say this, is that if you are part of Radley's um, membership, if you're part of a certified angelic advisors, if you're part of last time when we did launch your tarot business, mm. all of you are going to be getting an email from me in the next couple of hours with more information about what's going to happen next for you since you've already been part of other programs. Uh, so just keep an eye out for an email from me in the next couple hours about that. If you're part of the CAA group, the magical membership group, or you did launch your Turo business uh, last time around. So that's just something to know. And then, uh, Jennifer, I'm glad that you're here because I'm curious to know, what is it that you are looking forward to? What is it that you are hoping to create out of this experience? Uh, well, I'm working on my... Um website with Bridget Bates. Thank you, Bridget. Woo! <laughs> um, she is helping me. Um, I also reached out to an artist on Etsy to see if she would be willing to help me with um, some of the art for my webpage. And hopefully later on down the line, not just yet, because I'm not sure how to do it, but I want to do an Oracle deck. I knew um, that. I knew that's what you were. <laughs> I knew that. Uh, so um, I was just hoping that you know, I'm looking forward to learning how to do all these things and not have that fear of technology because technology loves me. It does. <laughs> we got you covered. You know, Thank you for Jennifer, like, I appreciate it. Yeah. Sorry. This is just for Jennifer. I got sniffing out the truth. 
Oh, I like that. Right? It's like, I don't know if that's like for your website or for if it's a book or something, but sniffing out the truth. I don't know if that's just yours there. There you go. That. Thank you. (laughs) Thanks, Jennifer. All right. So that's coming up on the the end of the time we have here today. There's going to be an email going out with a way for you to rewatch this. Uh, and a link for you to find out more. We're going to be back here on Friday. So if you have any questions, you can email them to info at radleyvalentine.com, and we can hit those questions at the top of the call on Friday. But just come with your bubble homework, come with questions that you have about the course, come with questions that you have about this entire process or anything in general. We're just going to be hanging out and uh, having a chit-chat. Sounds good? It's going to be great. All right, and hopefully we'll see all of you very, very soon. You've been listening to The Angel Tarot Show with Radley Valentine. To discover more, visit RadleyValentine.com slash podcast. Are you ready to ignite your best life and illuminate the world? I'm Stephanie James. I'm a motivational speaker, transformation coach, and psychotherapist. And what lights me up is helping people just like you create the greatest versions of themselves. On my podcast, Igniting the Spark, I will help you ignite your joy and reach new heights in your personal and professional life. Join me for some incredible conversations with authors, spiritual teachers, and other influential thought leaders to help guide you on your way. If you are ready to stop playing small, join me for Igniting the Spark on the mindbodyspirit.fm network or wherever you get your podcasts and ignite your best life.